the island is named like Orca. It's got the largest Orca population, but it's just what, like Danny Orca named it? Yeah. That's so fucked up. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to WTF Are You Talking About? I am your host, Ryan, and as always, I am joined by my effervescent co-hosts, Gabby and Emma. Please say hello. Hi. Effervescent. Okay. Someone's been reading the dictionary. Someone's got his thesaurus in hand. I got a thick thesaurus and a huge dictionary. <laughs> Go to jail. On this week's docket, we will be starting, as always, with a little bit of Am I the Asshole? Then we will be following that up with a wonderful venture on the SS ethics and discuss different variations on Philippa Foote's trolley problem. It's a fantastic show we've got lined up for you. Oh, let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to our bread and butter segment, Am I the Asshole? But this week, we've taken a little bit of a butter, we've spread it across our lovely toast, and we're just adding a little bit of Malden's finishing salt on top, because our intro is going to be slightly different. If you have never listened to the show before, then I will give you the quick gist, which is that we will go to reddit.com, pull some stories from a subreddit called Am I the Asshole, and then make judgments on whether or not those people were in the wrong. The four judgments from the site are, you're the asshole, not the asshole, everybody sucks here, or no assholes here. And then our fifth homebrew judgment is asshole probation, which we tend to hand down to minors or people who have been dicks, but not quite assholes. Let's get into it. Okay, so I have a cheeky little story here. Cheeky um, little story, Texas check it So I came across, do I have a lisp? No. Came across this story that's kind of divided Reddit, and I'm very curious to hear your guys' thoughts. So let's get into it. Am I the asshole for refusing to split rent with my boyfriend? I, 23, have been dating my boyfriend, Jake, 23, since our freshman year of college. In our last year of undergrad, we decided to rent an apartment together. We split everything 50-50, including utilities, groceries, and rent. We continued living together in the same town as our college after graduation, but recently we both got jobs in Chicago and we are currently living downtown. My dad works in real estate and he has multiple investment properties. My dad generously allowed me to live in one of his properties rent-free, but he said that my boyfriend would have to pay him $400 a month for rent. My dad is very protective, but he has been nothing but kind to my boyfriend. My dad's reasoning for making my boyfriend pay rent is that he wants to be sure that my boyfriend is with me for me and not because he will have a free place to live. Keep in mind, if my dad was renting this apartment out to tenants, he would charge $2,100 a month for rent. Very ritzy building in the middle of downtown Chicago. My boyfriend is mad at me because he asked me for my half of the $400 for rent, and I explained to him that I will not be paying rent. My dad is only charging him. He says that we have been splitting rent for the past two years, so why would we stop now? Our rent in our college town was $1,200, so we are both paying $600 a month. Our apartment in Chicago is significantly nicer, and he is paying $200 less a month than he was in college. Is the idea that my dad doesn't charge me for rent, but charges my boyfriend so crazy? Should I suck it up and pay half because I can afford it? Some info added in there? Jake and I still split utilities and groceries 50-50, and when we go out for date nights, we switch off who pays for it. If he pays one week, I'll pay the next. Is she the asshole for not wanting to split the $400? Absolutely not. Yeah, I don't think so either. I agree 100%. I think we are all 20-somethings living in an expensive city. $400 for rent? I mean, it's incredible. It's an insane deal to be living in a nice apartment in the downtown of Chicago for $400 a month. 
that's wild. This is free real estate. It seems like to him, it's not as much about the $400. It's more about the principle of him paying rent, her not paying rent, but they wouldn't have the place if not for her. So why are people so bad at having good principles? Because what is he talking about that? Oh, we should both be splitting the rent. No, it's essentially her place. Like, why would she pay this meaningless rent to her own dad when he doesn't want it? Pay 400 quid, you loser. If it were, you know, that he wanted to charge only him the full, what was it that she said? The 2100? Yeah, yeah. if it was that he wanted to charge only him the 2100, absolutely, that's a different story. That's yeah. a quite a big ask, and then to not be splitting that. Because it's a 400, it's a free house! As far as living in an incredible city and living downtown in a nice apartment works, you are getting a steal and a half. Does this guy not understand that? Yeah, I thought it was really interesting that the dad was like, I want to charge him rent so he's with you for you and not for the property. I did think that that was a weird thing, but I don't think it's enough to be like, you're the asshole because your dad's doing this weird thing. I think it's a little bit of a weird take from the dad because, I mean, she says it's that they've been dating since their freshman year of college and they're now 23, which means they've been dating, it sounds like, for five years, I'm guessing. Yeah. It's pretty strange. Like, it's very dad-pilled though, I guess. It I, is. I, I, I don't, it's weird, but I don't mind it. I'm a dad working sales. I wanna hear what the Reddit take is because we're clearly aligned here. We're yeah. clearly aligned, yeah. And so I did mention that this story has divided Reddit quite thoroughly. There's a lot of different takes. So let's, let's read some of the comments. Take my heartburn medication now because I am sure I'm going to be rendered furious. Yes. So to begin, just to let Ryan's heartburn medication kick in, I guess. There are plenty of ones that agree with us. This one says, not the asshole. A nice ritzy building, check. Located in downtown, check. Only $400 a month, double check. Near your jobs, check. Getting the family discount from your girlfriend's dad, check. What more does your boyfriend want? Clearly he's not seeing the bigger picture. He's getting a lot of perks because of you and he only has to pay a fraction of the rent. Doesn't he realize that millions don't have that luxury in these critical times of the economy? Plus, he's failing miserably with your dad's quote unquote test. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Which is kind of kind of a point there. This one is a very long comment, so I'll only read some portions of it, but it does say, gentle, everyone sucks here. So everyone sucks here because one, you're an adult and your dad is pitting you against your boyfriend by implying you can't trust his intentions. Rather than having an adult conversation with you, he's manipulating the situation to his favor to test your boyfriend. And quite frankly, you should be insulted that he doesn't trust your judgment enough to talk with you about his concerns in a tangible and open way. Actual anus comment. It's not manipulative at all. And he's not not having an adult conversation. He stated exactly and specifically and clearly what his goals were for what he's doing. And he also, again, the dad is still taking a significant loss. They can just be like, no, thank you. We don't want to live in the house if those are the stipulations. Yeah. And also, if I were in a situation where I was the boyfriend, I would be wildly uncomfortable not paying anything. That would be weird. I'm Same. just a guy, right? Like, 100%. I think this man should be on his knees. It's well, he doesn't need to go on his knees. He'd probably just pay him. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Sorry. Two, you think it's perfectly reasonable for your dad to test your boyfriend's loyalty through financial control. Three, your boyfriend isn't communicating well, focusing on financial equality when the issue is an opinion your father has and his ability to exercise control over your choices and your boy, sorry, I can see Ryan shaking his head already. 
and your boyfriends by offering you something you can't refuse, even when it signals unhealthy behaviors and sets a precedent that your boyfriend may always be challenged and made to feel a need to repeatedly prove himself. That was the biggest run-on sentence I've ever seen in my life. The finishing sentence in this comment is, it's about keeping you and your boyfriend under his thumb. Bull and shit quite clearly. <laughs> <laughs> this comment has focused in so hard on this slightly strange motivation from the father and decided that it's like evil and manipulative and it's clearly projecting. It's his amazing apartment that he's giving the guy a great deal on. He's allowed to make some rules. It's so bizarre to focus in on this one. Oh, he's trying to keep you under his thumb. I'm just repeating myself. I'm furious. Also... I feel like if she was just moving in with a friend, it would be the same thing. Yeah. And of if, course. Yeah, that friend would be in probably incredibly thankful for the discount on the rent. And also, for purposes of legality here, and I think that matters in a situation where it's a living space and you're paying contractual rent, he is a friend, like legally speaking, right? Mm -hmm. If it was her husband and... He was charging just the husband rent and yeah. she wasn't paying. That would be kind of weird, right? Marital assets and all that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about Illinois common law, but I'm pretty sure that living together doesn't mean you get joint assets. People are really focusing too much on the dad in these comments. It's not a weird thing. This one says, the amount of rent is immaterial to me. This- Wrong, wrong, already you're wrong. Someone who's never paid rent spotted. Yes, that's a good point. Anyone who says you're the asshole, I would love to know their age and if they have ever paid for rent in an expensive city. The, yeah, anyone who says the cost of rent is immaterial. You've been disqualified from having any opinion ever. No, because either you're a child or you're just so rich that it actually doesn't matter to you, in which case also go away. This one says you're the asshole. They've already been splitting rent previously. I would feel so shit if I went into the situation when I was just dating my now husband and he was like, you need to pay rent and I don't. Like, WTF are you talking about? <laughs> We're a team and we've shared expenses up to this point. It just feels like an individual kick in the teeth to not pay rent when your partner is. But it's essentially her house. Why would she be paying rent? And also, it's 400 I know that's a lot of money, but it's not for Chicago. Like, it just isn't. It just isn't. <laughs> this one. <laughs> Can't believe how many people think this attitude leads to healthy relationships. Why would you be so individualistic as to keep a benefit like this purely for yourself when you love someone and supposedly want to make a life with them? Because they might break up, you dumb. And he's still paying less than he did in their like shit college town. He's paying nothing. I don't even think it's about if they break up or not. People being like, why aren't you sharing the benefit of it? She is. Yeah. This is a huge benefit for both of them. I, ah, very true, very true, very true. Okay, so I'm gonna say that anyone on Reddit who says anything other than not the asshole, go read just average rents. Don't touch grass, go touch concrete. Go, yeah, go, go to the city. Go to Chicago and just, I would love for you to go on some apartment viewings and see how many ones that you'd be paying for that are three times that much and have black mold in them. Yeah, not the asshole. Not the asshole. Not the asshole. Yeah, before Ryan actually explodes. Case closed. So this one is our first ever listener submitted story. Woo! From Dan from London. If, hi, Dan. Hi, Dan. Thanks for sending in a story. Oh, if, my God. If anyone else has a story they want to share, go on our Instagram, what.tfpodcast, and send us a cheeky little DM, and maybe you'll hear it in next week's episode. Oh, my God. This is so exciting. Oh, my God. You can maybe, definitely, because we love our listeners so much. Oh, my God. Love you. T-T-Y-L-X. So sorry. Like we say lol, as in love our listeners. <laughs> what a story, Mark. <laughs> no.
Okay, all right. Um, this one, it's really short. I have kind of mixed opinions on it. Reddit has mixed opinions on it. I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say. Okay, I'm excited. All right. Am I the asshole for going to a restaurant she likes, but I don't order food? Hmm. My girlfriend and I were deciding what to eat, and she really wanted to go to this restaurant. I was on board with it, but I'm super picky and had no idea what this restaurant had. When we get there, I look at the menu and nothing looks even semi-good. For example, all of the sandwiches had wheat bread, and I hate wheat. <laughs> anyway, I let her order her food, and when the lady asks what I want, I told her I wasn't eating. I told my girlfriend I wanted her to enjoy the meal, and I was happy just to be there. My girlfriend got so mad, she got up and left. I left with her and asked what the big deal was. She insists that I need to be there eating with her. We ended up going somewhere else together, but it irritated me. Am I in the wrong here? Update. It was some French cafe. I've never been to a French restaurant, but I'm willing to check it out. Their menu wasn't very big. I just wanted to enjoy a nice meal. Update. I didn't Google the menu beforehand because we've never gone to a restaurant that I couldn't find something to eat. This was a lunch, not a dinner. Update. Okay, so I just learned that all bread is made of wheat. We're all smart in different ways. Are you sure about this? <laughs> Wait, when he said that, I assumed that he liked white bread over like whole- Like whole grain, whole yeah. Whole grain bread. He just didn't know that- How- did, does this man say his age again? What I meant to say is I only like white bread, but brioche buns are good too. Brioche bun is like, that is white bread. Update, we are 10 months into the relationship. We've oh. never gone to a place I couldn't find something to eat. This is the first time it happened. Also, I do try new things. I'm not stubborn with it, but usually it's me trying her food because I only order things I know I'll like. I don't like wasting food nor my money. What do we think? Right off the bat, I think that he probably isn't the asshole. I think that maybe she feels self-conscious about sitting at a table eating in front of someone who's not eating. I don't know why, but I feel like that, while not, say, logically reasonable, is perfectly emotionally salient. And that's tough because you don't want your girlfriend to feel uncomfortable, but also you're not doing something capital W wrong. No, I mean, I think that he could, A, be a little bit more adventurous with eating and <laughs> try some wheat bread or something <laughs> like that, you know? But I don't think he did anything wrong because I do agree with his take. He doesn't want to waste food or his money, you know? And I also think that the girlfriend, yes, I think she probably was sitting there kind of uncomfortable because it is, I don't know if you guys have ever done it. It is a little bit weird to be eating a meal somewhere when someone else isn't. I can't understand that. However, I love eating so much. <laughs> I don't care what's going on around me. Just fire a sandwich in my mouth, brother. My take on this is everyone's a poor communicator here. Mm. Yes. Yes. I think this could have been a five minute conversation where he looks at the menu and goes, oh, there's nothing really here for me, but I know you really like this place and you wanted to go. Do you want to get something? And then she would say, thank you for keeping in mind that I really like this place. I don't want to eat somewhere if you're not going to be able to enjoy it with me. We wanted to have lunch together. We can go somewhere else. And then he says, okay. And then they go somewhere else. I liked that script. I think that that, you're right, would have been the ideal way for this to go like, down. That is like a quick conversation. I'm mostly leaning towards no assholes here, though I do think that mm. the girlfriend overreacted by getting mad and upset. I think that maybe she wasn't actually, and that was just emotions taking a, right, taking a right, toll. Right, yeah. I mean, they went to a different place afterwards, right? So she clearly wasn't so angry that yes. it was, she was inconsolable. And she wasn't like, you know, not talking to him or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, also important, 
I think is that he said this wasn't like a sit down restaurant with a waitress. They were like going up to a counter to order. Yeah. So there's plenty of time to have the discussion while you're kind of standing there looking at the menu. And also he could have been like, you can get something from like for takeaway from here. I'll get something I want. We can eat together. Maybe you can go eat in like a park or something. Yeah. Her storming out makes me wonder if this is a larger issue for them. He said it's rare that he can't find something. It's a big reaction to have to the situation. We do know for a fact that this man did not know that bread (laughs) was made from a wheat until this Reddit post. And so I think that maybe- Look, we're all smart in different ways. (laughs) We're all smart in different ways. I guess this man just doesn't have the bread smarts that the rest of us do. Right now, I'm on the no assholes here kind of side of the table. I would love to hear Reddit's comments. He was ruled the asshole. What? If they're going in on him for not being an adventurous eater, I can understand that, but I just think that I would agree with that, except for that wasn't the question. Okay. Couple comments. This girl says, I like Indian food. My boyfriend doesn't. We get takeout from two different restaurants and go home to eat together. Not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Someone said, you're the asshole. I'm super picky and can't plan ahead or communicate with my girlfriend. If you're blaming communication issues, it's an everyone sucks. I think neither one communicated that well. I agree with that in this situation, yeah. Yeah, there's no conflict resolution skills here at all. Welcome to Am I the Asshole? (laughs) This is a really good one. This got 400 upvotes. Wow. I find it impossible to believe this French restaurant didn't have any white bread. It probably wasn't actually French. And then, that's the issue that they're finding with this story. Someone comes in and they're like, oh yeah, no, we know these French people love their white bread. Oh my God. Someone said my man was probably just out of Panera bread. <laughs> and then there's this long chain of comments of people guessing what restaurant they're at, where they're like, it could be Aubain. It could be Le Pan Codetien. It could be Paul, both of which are pretty good. It could be a Joe and the Juice. It could be a Joe and the Juice. It could even be a Pret-a-Manger. Ah, because Brett's no. got white bread sandwiches. Couldn't be a Starbucks. In my headcanon, this is a Panera bread. And but- his girlfriend had gotten the soup out of the bread bowl. And he's like, there's wheat in that. I can't have that. You could put a Panera bread in a jar. He said he likes brioche in the edit. What kind of French restaurant wouldn't have brioche? This is like- What are you talking people about? People are really hung up on the white bread thing. We, we, we gotta get out of here. He could have tried the croque madame. Not to mention it's usually made with brioche. Like it's You don't know what's on the menu, you this freak is like, bitch. This is like This is these a are Panera diff- bread! These are different comments. I'm so mad. We no no. Throw it in reverse. We gotta get out of here. We need to, we need a, to get us out of here. Step it's on. a Panera. Step it's on. a Panera. At least he's not that guy who only ate chicken nuggets. Who? Oh, that's an actual amazing story. The majority of the YTA comments here are just stop being a picky eater. Which I might agree with, but I don't think he's in this context. I also don't think that's an, that's an asshole thing. I think there's an extent of, yes, I think everyone, you know, should be adventurous and trying new foods. If you don't like something, then you don't like something. But that doesn't really make you an asshole unless you're being an asshole about it, which it doesn't sound like he was. I agree with you to an extent. If you're being completely inflexible about picky eating, then I think you are being an asshole about it. But he's not being totally inflexible. He doesn't want to leave. He just didn't want to get any food. That's fine. Yeah. That seems fine to me. I think no assholes here. No assholes here. I'm very firmly on the no assholes here ground. Just next time, both of y'all take a chill pill, talk it through. And also maybe do a little bit of research on what bread is. <laughs> maybe try some new foods in the safety of your own home. Yeah, court ordered you must sample some whole wheat bread. 
little butter on it. Delish. Malden's finishing salt, perhaps? No! This really is our bread and butter segment. (laughs) (laughs) It's thematic. Oh my god, it's like Bake Off. It's bread week. (gasps) Oh my god. They've really got to know their dough. Case closed. Also, if you don't want a date a picky eater, you don't have to. Dan on watch. No! (laughs) I mean, he's not like pickier than me. We were in Candid Passage and something, it was like artichoke and rocket. And he's like, that's too bougie for me. Artichoke and rocket is phenomenal. Sounds awesome. Yeah, I was like, this is an Emma and Ryan place. This is not a Dan and Gabby place. (laughs) Never left. (laughs) You have a different spectrum. Where was it? Um, It was was just like a cafe in Camden Passage, like a coffee shop. And they had like little bagels. I like the idea of you looking at a sandwich and being like, get me out of here. I, I was like, yeah, this is like out of my tax bracket. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, am I the asshole for making my son do an after-school activity? Yes. All of my kids have done extracurricular activities. My oldest did cheerleading, my second did drama. My youngest is in art. My 16-year-old Seth doesn't want to do his current activity anymore. I said, okay, what do you want to do instead? Seth said he doesn't want to do any activity anymore. I said it's not fair to everyone else and he needs to pick something. He said he wants to do video games. I said, okay, we'll find a video game club. He said, no, he wants to stay home and play video games. I nixed that idea. Seth had an outburst and lost electronic privileges for the weekend. He's not currently talking to me. He called his mom on his brother's phone and she emailed me to say I'm a jerk. His oldest brother thinks I need to communicate better. His other older brother thinks he's a spoiled brat and I should punish him more. I just think he needs to do an enriching activity. Seth needs to develop social skills before he goes to college or trade school or employment or whatever he wants to do. And activities in clubs are a great way to do that. On the other hand, he's 16. So if he's not getting anything from it by now, should I save myself the expense and just let him do whatever he wants? Is he the asshole? Very is, curious to hear what you guys think. I love this. I love this. And this is also a funny one because I think that a lot of times we can relate in some extent and put ourselves into that scenario, mm. but none of us are parents. And so it's a little bit more abstract. Mm. I can relate to this because I was the kid who didn't do an activity. Oh, really? See, I was on the other side of the spectrum. I did like 16,000. Yeah. So I was the kid who did not want to do an activity and my mom tried her best. She's like, we can do dance. And this was like later in high school. So I was around this kid's age. And I was like, no, I just want to sit at home. And honestly, looking back, I really regret it. By the time I got to the end of high school, I like started kind of getting involved. But at that point I was like, it's too late. Like I had all of these years that I could have spent like on, you know, student council, you know, doing things like that. And once I was involved, I had so much more fun. But then I don't know if I would have enjoyed it as much if I was being made to do it by a parent. I have the other side of the spectrum. I did all sorts of after school things. I was on the dive team. I was did dance. I was part of like different student council clubs. I was just like that kind of kid. I'm standing very much on the not the asshole because I think that extracurriculars are really, really great for kids. I think that he's completely right. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be like, Gabby, you're fucked up now. <laughs> Gabby didn't go to dance class and now she's the worst. Yeah, and now I have no life or personality. No, Gabby's awful. But I think that all this stuff is really good for kids. I think that I benefited so much from being involved in different things. You do get all these social skills and great skills, understanding responsibility and whatnot, which is awesome. And also, I think this dad is coming at it from a super, super great angle. He's not saying you have to be on the football team, otherwise you're a loser. Or like, you want to do this? No, you can't do that. You have to do something more worthwhile. This child said, no, I want to play video games. And he's like, cool, awesome. Let's find a video game club and we can get you involved. We can get you going with different people. 
this dad seems super supportive of what his kids want to do. And I think he's completely right in that having these activities build social skills. I think not the asshole. Yeah, and I thought that was very telling when he was like, after high school, when he does whatever he wants, whether that be college or trade school or whatever. Loved that comment. Yeah, I totally agree though. I, I think I would have benefited from it and I kind of wish my parents would have pushed me into an activity. Like looking back, I, I do think about it sometimes. Yeah, because sometimes kids do need a little bit of pushing into it. Yeah. I mean, that's part of being a kid and being a parent is like making your kid do things that they don't necessarily want to do for their own benefit. To get involved in something. Yeah. I think is good for everyone. What are your thoughts, Ryan? So broadly, I, I think I'm in agreement with you guys. Kids are not developed all the way yet. You can't just rely on them and their preferences in terms of knowing what's best for them. The parent pushing him to do stuff makes a lot of sense to me. Now, there's actually something interesting here, which is that Reddit has labeled him the asshole. What? This does not surprise me. Normally, we would go through these comments and probably get upset and angry at people who disagreed with us because, because when people disagree with me, it makes me uncomfortable and I want to scream. But instead, I have waded through a bunch of wildly self-righteous comments and I am going to pull out their points and present them to you guys in as best faith I can because I do think that this is an interesting question and there is a worthwhile discussion to be had here. So the large point that's being made is that the dad wants an extracurricular activity to help the kid develop social skills, to give him something to do that's more productive than just sitting around um, and that's more enriching than just sitting around. And something the comments have said is that that's sort of showing a disregard for video games as a fun hobby that can be social and that you can do with friends. And I actually think there's an okay point being made there. How much more productive really is the son doing drama than your kid playing strategy games, say, with his buddies after school, drama son's probably not going to be an actor, and your video game son probably isn't going to get into esports. It's just something they're doing for fun that's enriching their lives. And so I don't think that's a terrible point. No, I mean, I don't think this is saying anything about, like, video games bad. But so what I'm asking is, would we feel differently if instead of him saying, I want to sit home and play video games, he said, no, I don't want a formal extracurricular activity. I'd rather just go to the park and skateboard with my friends every night. I don't okay. like it. So why is that? Because you're missing out on the life lessons of like responsibility and like, what were you saying about like being on like dive team and things like. So I do think as a society, we now have a different view of video games and there can be, you know, social interactions that come from them, you know, strategy, you know, critical thinking stuff that's built from playing video games. There is still a pretty big difference between communicating online though and communicating in person. I think that social skills that you build from video games, while they can be interchangeable with ones in real life, I think having your kid have that interaction through a computer is still a very different thing. Okay, one more change because I'm curious how this would affect your guys' thinking. What if he was saying, instead of, I wanna sit home and play video games online, I want to get four of my friends to come over and bring their laptops and we're all gonna play a game together. How would that change it? Now it's in person. But isn't that just the video game club, which the 16 year old said no to? He said no to being in a club, yes. That he's saying no to like a structured thing that he's joining with rules and responsibilities. Yeah, but you're going to spend the rest of your life being put in situations with rules and responsibilities. And the sooner you adapt to that environment and learn to perform well in it, the better off you will be in the long run. I think that is what I like about the after school activity, regardless of what the after school activity is, you need to have something. May I say something? I think it's really hard 
because none of us are parents. Like, I don't know how I, you know. And also, I'm gonna be fully honest, I don't understand video games enough to like... I think they're both activities, you know what I mean? Because because what, what are your thoughts then? When we're saying extracurricular, are we saying a structured thing where you're on a team and you have responsibilities? Not what are the other team, What uh, are the other kids' activities? Traditional, drama, cheerleading. Art, art was one of them, so she might go right, to... I guess I don't know what art is. She might go to, like, painting classes after school, which, um... Yeah. yeah, and I'm in support of that. Like, I did Boy Scouts, I did all this, like, structured shit. But if you really just want your kid to, like, be developing social skills, I don't see a huge difference between playing video games with a bunch of people and going skateboarding with a bunch of people. There is no structure, and that's a relevant difference in terms of learning responsibility. I agree I with that. I think it's not just about social skills. Okay, so yeah. then... You agreed that the video games and the skateboarding are the same in terms of benefit. I think they're the same in that they have no benefit. Do you agree with that? I don't know. Okay. I think even after all my questioning, I will go with not the asshole. I think our extracurricular activities are good. And as a parent, he is clearly trying to do what's best. I think it's wildly unfair of his wife to call him an asshole. The, uh, come on. He forgot about that part that the wife called him and said he's a jerk. Yeah. Well, she, no, she sent an email. <laughs> That's Why is that so much worse? It made me laugh because I'm like, oh, there's like layers to this story yeah. that we are not privy to. Very much so. And yeah. I, yeah. I think that's completely unfair. He's clearly doing his best. I don't think the son is necessarily an asshole either. So maybe no assholes here. Try to meet your son halfway and see if you can find a better compromise. Someone in the comments did recommend, look, he doesn't want to do this after school stuff. Maybe he'd like to look into getting a part-time job. That could be cool and teaches a lot of the same skills that you are wanting him to learn. Plus, he gets a little extra cash. He can pick up uh, video games or he can pick up new components for his PC or whatever. Like, there's there's an additional advantage there in line with the hobbies yeah. that he does already have. I totally agree. I love yeah. that idea. Love yeah. that. Yeah. And I think, not the asshole, wife is the asshole. <laughs> That's my take. She really did not contribute any help to the situation, did she? No, she just emailed, called him a jerk, and then pieced out of this story. <laughs> so, no assholes here, try to find a compromise, something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Case closed. Did I tell you that someone asked me, one of my coworkers asked me if I had kids the other week, because she heard me like referencing stuff and she, I was just talking about Bob. She was like, I didn't know you had kids. And I was like, no. <laughs> I do. I, do, I have yeah. one son. I have one son. He's a ginger. He's, he's Robert, my He's actual son. met him, son. actually. Yeah. Dateline, New York City. The month is November. The year is 2022. A trolley is going out of control, speeding down the tracks towards four people tied to the tracks by some dastardly evil. Only one hero stands by, and he can pull a lever to send the trolley down a different track. But will he do it? Let's find out. I don't know what the fuck that was. We'll see if we keep it. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a lovely new segment called The Trolley Problem. Now, you may have heard of this before, you may have not, but the trolley problem is a classic thought experiment designed by Philippa Foote to try to demonstrate the effects of consequentialism, which is the idea that any action should only ever be judged purely on its consequences. So, the idea behind the original trolley problem is that there is a trolley speeding down the tracks towards four people tied to those tracks. And then there's a diversion track where only one person is tied to it. If you are standing there with a lever and you can throw the lever to send the trolley towards the one person, should you do it? I.e., should you sacrifice one person and save four? Or should you not intervene, allowing four people to die through inaction, not cause the death of the single person? However, 
we're gonna put a little spin on that. So we have a website here, another recommended section from our lovely listeners. This is from Alex of California, who has directed us to this website, Absurd Trolley Problems. So we will be starting with that aforementioned quite dry and simple 4v1 problem. And then we're gonna keep going down this rabbit hole to see what else pops out. So Queens, let's start. What are you doing? The trolley's coming down the tracks. It's aiming towards the four. You can divert it to the one. Are you gonna pull the lever? Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna divert it to the one. All right, let's do it. 74 percent of people agreed 26 percent of people disagreed that's just about right for this kind of thing a lot of thought experiments posted to the public show similar stats oh no a trolley is heading towards five people you can pull the lever to redirect it towards four people will you pull the lever yes because killing four people is still less bad than killing five i agree incredible news i agree it's pretty much the same scenario with a very slight tweak but now only 65 percent of people agree with 35 percent disagreeing kind of strange oh no a trolley is heading towards five people you can pull the lever to divert it to the other track where you are. <laughs> what do you think, girls? You pulling the lever? Um, I think in the moment, my brain would not allow me to pull the lever. Mm, I think that that's a very fair personal insight. I kind of agree with that. I think that if I were to give it thought beforehand, I would say my life just being one person, it's the same thing as, you know. The same as the original, yeah. Yeah, but I think that also in the moment, I'd be like, I don't want to die. And then I just <laughs> wouldn't pull the lever. Very yeah. fair. I think I'd like to think that I'd pull the lever, but I agree with you guys. I don't know if I would. I really hate the question, would you take a bullet for someone? Because you don't know. You don't know what you're gonna do when a bullet comes flying at you. I want to meet the five people. Oh no, a trolley is heading towards five people. You can pull the lever and divert it, but then it will hit the original copy of the Mona Lisa. <laughs> I am pulling the lever so hard. <laughs> I am also, fun fact for the listeners, I was an art history major. I'm pulling this lever, and if you're not pulling this lever, you're an idiot. The Mona Lisa, yes, I understand its significance. I understand it's one of the world's most famous paintings. The Mona Lisa can be destroyed in order to save five people. Literally print out a picture. Yeah, especially today when we have modern technology and just images of it, it's fine. And also, it's not even that impressive. <laughs> it's well, not even that impressive, but Da Vinci girls don't come after me. I'm sorry, I'm Team Michelangelo. I love my petty bitch. I don't think it's super controversial to say that a painting is not impressive as an actual human life. What was the percentage on that 80% pulled the lever, which is even higher than the base case. What I want to see is the track is heading towards the Mona Lisa itself, and if you pull the lever, it runs over Da Vinci. Which is more important, the art or the artist? I would move the Mona Lisa over <laughs> next to Da Vinci and hit them both. <laughs> She's also a Michelangelo girl. No, you guys are so wrong. Team Michelangelo over here. Da Vinci's art, whatever. Man invented the helicopter. Okay. Oh no, a trolley is heading towards a rich man. He offers you $500,000 to pull the lever, diverting the trolley to kill one other person. Would you do it? One person's gonna die either way. <laughs> You might as well make a little money off the situation. But if one person is going to die and I'm going to get $500,000, does that make me a bad person? I feel really, really bad saying this. I don't want to kill anyone. I'm God's if... perfect capitalist. I'm pulling that lever. Think of it as a traitor principle, right? The other person can offer you nothing. Therefore, he has no value. <laughs> no! <laughs> I take the $500,000 and then I push the lever again and I let him get hit. Yeah, I want the money, but I also want to kill this man. Hmm. I understand where you guys are going with this, but I think that your check might get bounced. Because once he's dead, there's going to be all these estate issues. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Okay. We cash it before anyone finds out he's dead. Brent to the bank. There's a bank on the trolley. It has $500,000 cash. <laughs> oh, no. A trolley is heading towards five lobsters. <laughs> you can pull the lever to divert it, but it's going to hit a cat instead. Kill the lobsters. 
destroy these fucking lobsters out of my way. Save that precious cat. I will take it home. I will take care of it forever. I will love it till the day it dies. Yeah, honestly, Naturally not being hit by a trolley. Lobsters, that don't impress me much. That don't impress me. 86% of people agree, let the lobsters die. Who is killing the cat? And also like, where do they live? I'm asking for a friend. There are some real Longestine stands out there. Hey Emma, I've got absolutely terrible news for you. Oh no. A trolley is heading down the track towards Gabby. <laughs> On Sorry, the other Gabby. track. No. How, how did she get there? I put her there. <laughs> Not surprising. On the other track is five people. You pull on that lever. <laughs> no. Keep in mind, Ryan will not be able to pay rent if I'm dead. I am really sorry to these five people. I really thought you were going to be like, I am really sorry, Gabby. I'm really um, sorry, Gabby. Your life means nothing to me. Gabby, Emma's been tied to the tracks. What are you going to do? <laughs> I would simply untie her. <laughs> There's no time. I mean, I can't kill Emma. We would have to take Bob in. And I'm very <laughs> allergic. <laughs> Who would take care of my cat if I was run over by a trolley? So not only are you killing me, you're leaving a child homeless. Bob is driving this trolley. Bob, Bob's driving the trolley. The trolley Boblum. <laughs> the trolley Boblums. Oh no. A trolley is barreling towards five identical clones of you. You are on the other track. Do you pull the lever? Yeah. What? No, I'm gonna kill my clones. Oh wait, yeah. I would kill the clones. Yeah. I misunderstood which one. Yeah, I'm killing the clones because I don't really want them there anyways. Why are they here? Only for evil. This is a no downside situation. Yeah, it's just more efficient than what I would have to do to kill them anyway. Exactly. Oh no, a trolley is heading towards a box that has a 50% chance of containing two people. <laughs> Why are they in the box? What exactly is the point of the box? The meaning of the box is threefold. You can divert the train, but on the other track, there's a mystery box with a 10% chance to contain 10 people. Ooh. Do you pull the lever? So this is just a math problem, and I don't think that that deserves rights. I think I would just let the train continue because I would be standing there trying to run the numbers for so long <laughs> that, like, the train would fly by and I would still be standing there like, okay, so if you carry the one... I'm sitting there trying to remember how to do long division. I know! Oh, no. A trolley is heading towards five sentient robots. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track where it will kill one human. Take out the robots. I'm taking out the robots, too. Upload their consciousness elsewhere. This is not a Wi-Fi enabled station honestly even better yeah i think i'm gonna kill the robots well at least i know who's gonna get killed last once the machines rise i'm gonna pull the lever so you're killing the human and not the sentient robot it's five lives v1 again the robots don't have families the robots don't have dependents the you robots contribute nothing to society you don't know that i do unless they're robo fucking i don't understand how robo fucking how would that work is it like a gear like a screw from one person oh my god a nut <laughs> A screw and a nut! I hate it. Oh no, a trolley is heading towards a good citizen. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, running over someone who litters. What do you do? Fuck littering. Hit the litterer. Hit the litterer. There are so many trash cans everywhere. Don't be a lazy piece of poop. Why did I call him a piece of poop? What was that? I don't know. I liked it. It reminded me of the episode of the guy whose the dog is shitting in their yard. Oh no, a trolley is heading towards five people. 
You can pull a lever to divert it, but on the other track is a portal that will send the trolley 100 years into the future, where it also hits five people. It's gonna hit five people either way. I would send it into the future because that's so funny. Like, that'd be so confusing. I'm imagining it just appears in, like, the middle of a road. It's, like, not on a track anymore. It's just, like, going through, like, TJ Maxx, and it just hits five people until it stops. In my head canon, yes, it is now going into a TJ Maxx. Also, we've got like a hundred years, we can develop like anti-trolley medicine that everyone can just take. What What yeah. is the anti-trolley medicine? It's just medicine that makes you resistant to trolley. Resistant to being hit by a large moving vehicle? They can do it. They can, can figure it out. Can they? Did you know 50 years ago there wasn't even a internet? Can we just yes. be like a hundred years from now, no one stand in this spot, please. That's a lot of work. No one go to TJ Maxx today. <laughs> hundred years from now, TJ Maxx's all have to be closed. Oh no, a train is barreling down the track towards Santa Claus. You can divert it, but on the other track, there's Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, and Vixen. Also Comet and Cupid and Donder and Blitzen. Donder? Donder? Do you mean Donner? No, his name is Donder. His no, name is Donner. Donner. Okay, you guys can be wrong, but it's with a D. And also this, Donder? You're lying to me. No. It's, You're lying. I, this... in, in the book that we have at my house that we read every year, it's always been Donder. Everyone, Donder and Blitzen. Everyone no. go to our Instagram right now. There will be a poll. Vote, vote Donner or Donder, please. His name is Donner. His name is Donner on this one. Their names are Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen, and of course Rudolph. I yeah. mean, like you again, you can like be wrong. It's Donner in oh, the wait, Rudolph sorry. movie. I, I, Literally everything I'm seeing says Donner. The modern German spelling Donner came into use only in the early 20th century, well after the original writer's death. All right, you 1700s so, ass mother. Death of the author, or do we? Is it intention versus what? Okay, so we, we have to put cut. the author on the tracks. No, I'm furious. I'm saving the reindeer for what it's worth, because here's the thing. Santa's a dude. Anyone yeah. can do Santa's job. The only reason he can do what he does is because of the reindeer. Santa is completely replaceable. The reindeer are not. Uh, I think we apply Santa Claus logic. I hit Santa. I put on his jacket. I am now Santa Claus. Exactly. <laughs> Anyone can be this just dude in a sleigh. What you need is the reindeer and Buddy the Elf. I can't believe her name is Philip a foot. Yeah, yeah like, Philip, your foot with what? There's a foot flashlight. I, I want. I you watched a, like a how it's made. No, I want to like. You if I. The ankle. If I so invented time travel right now and had it offered to me, I would go back to like pre you saying that, and instead of you saying that, I would kill you. <laughs> Remember when you- You would go back to the time of my birth and like yes. execute no. me. No, remember when- Oh, what's this at the bottom of my glass, guys? <laughs> oh my god, is oh. it a slug? No, it's the end of the show. Oh, it's not a slug. Even worse. Much worse. But before we go, yeah, what'd you guys learn this week? I learned the truly nightmarish, horrific fact that some people call Donner the reindeer, Donder. Some people being my co-host Ryan. Uh, just anybody who has a regard for like the origin of the name or has a book, I guess, that was maybe printed in 1812. Uh, I don't know. Oh, now you're trying to be fancy. First the dictionary and now this. <laughs> I got a huge... Book about the night before Christmas. <laughs>
Gabby, what did you learn? I think I learned my new favorite phrase, which is, we're all smart in different ways. And that's something I'm really going to take with me in my everyday life. Ryan, what did you learn? It's going to be hard to cut around. Um, Do you want to say it again? No. No, no, I want to challenge. Ryan, what did you learn? Thank you for asking, Gabby. (laughs) No! What I learned this week was that... And it, it, it's a fact that really made me sad, but it's just that Gabby can't shred. Like, she doesn't know how to drop in. She's never been on a four-wheel board. She just doesn't know how to skate with the boys. That's literally not even true. I had a penny board in 2013, and I went down my driveway. And Honestly, them. when I say you couldn't shred, and you replied by saying you rode a penny board... <laughs> You're really just proving my point. My... I might as well have said, like, I can shred, I own vans. Like... <laughs> I have a genuine question. Did you get the penny board from watching Jack Harry's YouTube channel? I did. Good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Glad we clarified that. Yes. <laughs> my uh, brother owned a ripstick, uh, but I didn't know how to ride it. And so I just rode around on it on my butt, and it was very fun. If I'm being 100% honest, ripstick is ripstick. I fucking love that thing. Dude, it looked so hard to, like, ride on. I had one that had, like, a metal piece in between the joints as opposed to plastic so that you could, in theory, grind on a rail with one. I don't think I've ever seen anyone successfully do that. No, No. you would die, I think. Yeah. Well, before I die in a fucking absolutely sick shredding accident, (laughs) you guys should check us out on Instagram at what.tfpodcast. We share some fun things, memes, story announcements, all sorts of good stuff. Or a poll about whether or not Donder, 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 Don. (laughs) You've ruined me! We also take listener submitted stories. If you come across anything that you want to hear us react to, drop it in our Instagram DMs and you might just hear it on our next episode. Slide into our DMs, why don't you? And that episode will be up next week. That is right. Every single week we are up here spilling our lovely word juice into your waiting ear holes. I wish that you described that any other way than you just did. I am what I am. If you like the show, share it with your friends. Tell people about it. That's that's the best way to help us get the word out. Oh, yeah. Leave a five-star review, everybody, because you know we deserve it. And we are very excited to see you next week. But before we go. Cool. There's something that I want to know. What's up? What's your favorite type of whale? Beluga. I was also going to say beluga. Really? I watched a video yesterday of a beluga annoying a seagull for like five minutes. And that's all it was doing. Both of you are going for belugas? Their foreheads are squishy. beluga. Because I just looked it up the other day because I wanted to know if their foreheads are squishy or if they're hard. They are confirmed squishy. Wait, oh my god, wait, I love no. that. We can't just let her get away with it. You were just Googling. <laughs> <laughs>